Hey guys, welcome to Unleashed No Judgments. This is Tess. I'm Jackie. And yeah, welcome to the new episode. We are a little bit behind on posting this and I apologize. That is all me. Um, <laughs> I got married this last weekend. Woo! Super exciting. But as many of you will hear me vent about within this episode... It is so goddamn exhausting. Yes, it is. <laughs> that when Jackie was hitting me up to record earlier this week, I was like, I can't function. Like, I just, I can't people, I can't talk. Or then I literally couldn't talk because I had my face <laughs> numb from getting three fillings on one side of my mouth. That's always fun. <laughs> that it took, I got the shots at 830 in the morning and I couldn't fully fill my face again until 230 in the, in the afternoon. See, the last fillings that I had to get done, thankfully they were so shallow that they didn't even numb me. They just went in and did it. Yeah, mine were the opposite, where not only were they on my back three molars on my right side, but one of them was a cavity was underneath an old filling. Ooh. So they had to drill out the entire old filling, and it was my back molar, so I have bigger nerves. So like partway through their drilling, I like freaked out and tapped on my dentist because I could fill it and it was super sensitive so they had to give me extra numbing oh it's awful shots (laughs) so I think that's why half my face was terrible (laughs) for like six hours yesterday when I got my wisdom teeth out I drove myself to and from because I didn't want to inconvenience anybody god forbid which is it's my own doing (laughs) I just that's just how I've always been. I'm just like, you know what? Hey, do you want to? Do you mind doing something? You don't have to. Are you sure? No. I can just. Go, I'm just gonna go fuck <laughs> off. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So. <laughs> I'm surprised they let you. Well, that's the thing, cause that's what I was worried about. It's like, well, I don't. I don't want to bother my husband. He's working. I don't want to have to call his mom, because I'm sure she's doing something else. And Tom was like, "You're being ridiculous." I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I talked to them. They said I could just do local anesthesia and I could just drive home. It's not a big deal. So that's just what I did. I did local anesthesia, just like you're filling. I could hear everything. Oh, no. And my biggest fear was they were taking out the wrong teeth. So I kept stopping the guy halfway through being like, hey, hey, are you sure you have the right tooth? He's like, yes. But mind you sounded, I see the right tooth. Yeah, it was... I was like, I, 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 the guy had his hands and drills and stuff in my mouth. I s- probably sounded like a dolphin trying to talk. <laughs> Finally, he's like, yes, I have the right tooth. Please quit asking. I was like, if you don't, there will be issues. Oh my gosh. See, I wouldn't have been able to do it, but legit when I had my wisdom teeth out, it was probably one of the more traumatizing experiences of my life because I was like 17, 16. I was so freaked out. Because I woke up in a room different from where they put me to sleep. (laughs) And I didn't know how I got there. And I was losing my shit. Yeah, I don't blame you. And then I remember that I cried over my mom trying to schedule my follow-up appointment. Because I was worried that it was going to take over my work schedule at the pizza place that I worked at (laughs) after school. (laughs) Gotta sell those pizzas. And then I don't remember the walk out to the car. I remember getting in the car and seeing the Wendy's across the street. And I was like, ooh, I want a Frosty. And then I don't remember the drive home at all. All I remember is sitting out on the couch and getting handed a Frosty. See, that's what I was so afraid of. I didn't want to be knocked out. I didn't want to be a YouTube video or meme or any viral sensation. I just wanted to do as normal as possible. So I left the dentist, chipmunk face and all, went to Deer not Deerbergs, went to Schnucks, pick up my prescriptions. People just stared at me as I'm like partially drooling, just fat cheeks, all swollen, (laughs) talking, not normal. Then I had to go get my oil changed because I already had that scheduled. So it was a pretty fun day. It was right after my birthday too. So for my birthday, I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Oh yeah. Like I said, it was two days after my wedding that I got three fillings in. And then I had to go to the county clerk's office to file my marriage certificate. And so I walk in with my half-numb chipmunk face and asking for her to 
file my certificate and they literally had to call someone else over to help me because the original lady couldn't understand me. (laughs) But I was like, I need to get this done because in Utah you have to file the completed certificate within 30 days of it getting issued to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Or otherwise it's void and it has to be re-signed by your officiant and everything. Oh, yes. I think that's the same way ours is. And you're not supposed to backdate it either. And we issued ours on May 4th. And so I had literally like a few days to get it in. I was like, no, I'm getting it in immediately. Plus I wanted it so I could start the terrible, terrible mind-numbing name change process that I have since started as of today. It is fun. No, it's not. It's not fun. But to your um, turning in your marriage certificate, I was already going around going to go do the name change thing like a couple days after our wedding. So I had the pastor just give me the certificate back and I would, instead of him mailing it, go hand it in in person because I needed that certified copy. So he went ahead and did it. And when I got there, they realized he put the wrong date. Oh. He put September 50th. Five zero. I'm guessing it was supposed to be the fifth. It was supposed to be the fifth. So the clerk was able to kind of change it, finagle it a little bit. Because there is no 50 days. He meant the fifth. <laughs> I mean, we know that like March and April of 2020 lasted like 60 days apiece. Yeah. Because those were the first months of quarantine. Oh my gosh. But otherwise, that doesn't, that doesn't work. No. And... The worst part, a couple of days later, I get a phone call from the clerk's office because he had also mailed in a copy of it, which you aren't supposed to do in the first place. No. So now there's this whole issue with they're trying to see if it's legitimate, if we need to, they need to reissue it. And I'm at work like, what the fuck? Tom wanted to be a polygamist. That's all. Oh. He found two Jackies to marry. It's a no for me, and I don't think he wants to marry two Jackies. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that, trust me. <laughs> I'm a handful. So we finally got it sorted out. I was just like, oh, my gosh. And then social security offices apparently don't do in person. Nope. So had to mail that in. Yep. Which I didn't do until right before we did our taxes because... I wanted to mail my passport in first, and that took forever. Oh, I'm sure. Thanks, COVID. Well, that's where I'm at, where my mom's in Cancun for the week because it was your wedding's over. I did so much for it. I'm taking a week off, and I was like, cool, you get to take the honeymoon that I can't right now. <laughs> I was going to say, she took her own honeymoon. No shit, and she, she is well-deserved. My mother worked her ass off at my wedding, and I was so thankful for it. So she is well-deserved, but I'm like... Looking at the social security application, it's asking for my parents' social security numbers. And I'm like, I'm just going to mark the unknown box because I bet you 20 bucks my dad has no clue what my mother's social security number is. (laughs) And he's the only one I have phone contact with, but I need to get this shit mailed in as soon as possible. Yeah. (laughs) So I can do all the other paperwork associated with it. So, yeah. So much fun. I messed up my first one. And I was like, well, I can't just throw it away because I had social security numbers on it. Burn it. I didn't even think about that. That is my pyro in me coming out. Burn it. That's always my solution for shit. I mean, you're not wrong. You have a a journal that has all the negative bad stuff from your life? Burn it. I was too lazy to keep a journal. My friends and I did an annual burning. It started in junior high. At the end of the school year, junior high, high school, into college, we would burn all of our notebooks and paperwork and shit like that and like the syllabus and stuff from classes that we didn't need anymore oh i always kept mine for some reason yeah not the syllabus just the notebooks usually because they had paper still in there that was yeah clean yeah if there was clean paper then we would just rip out the pages that were used my mom was not super happy when she found that out because she wanted me to be recycling stuff but oh well yeah anywho But yeah, hi guys, that was a very long introduction that we got so sidetracked on, as I was simply just trying to apologize for (laughs) us being a little bit late on the episode. Oh, that's what we do. But yeah, I think the first thing that I want to check in on um, is that last week we had talked about random acts of kindness, on top of also, if you see something, smell something, say something, please. (laughs) (laughs) So what was your random act of kindness? Because we said that we would be held accountable and we would do one. We would. And I hate talking to people. 
I go out of my way to not interact. <laughs> so I did have one. Because you never know where it's going to get you. I just have to say that sometimes you don't know. Like That's my worst fear. Are they going to be a talker? Are they going to try and have a 40-minute conversation now? You try to say one nice thing real <laughs> quick and then all of a sudden, you know, you're planning trips and vacations together and your friends on Facebook and ugh, it's a whole thing. But no, I do have one. <laughs> Perfect, which is? So over the weekend, we decided we need to restock our inventory of adult beverages. So we went to my favorite place, Total Wine. While we were there, they had a bunch of samples set up because it was Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, troops, by the way. I feel like you're speaking another language to me, but continue. Of Total Wine? Of Total Wine, of having samples in liquor stores. Oh, I forgot you're in Utah. You don't have all those things. That sucks for you. No. (laughs) We don't have samples. We only have Utah State liquor stores. We don't have the Ma and Pa shops. We don't have specialty. Like, anyway, sorry. I don't want to interrupt. But yes, thank you, troops. Yes, and so a sample is like a taste of a drink they give you for free. My favorite. I get it. <laughs> I remember those at the duty-free shops in the airport. I had never been in a duty-free shop. They give you samples? They're only international. Yes. Oh, no, I've, I've seen them. I've just never been in one. Oh, yes. A lot of time they have samples. Oh, interesting. Well, next time we go on vacation. So as I'm having a sample and just kind of talking up the guy that's there because I'm doing samples and I don't like to just stand awkwardly. So I was talking about some lady I guess had already been up there and she came back by and she was like, oh, I couldn't find the 30 case of Michelob Ultra. I could only find the 24. And I really don't know much about Michelob Ultra. So maybe that's all they had. I don't know. But I looked at her, I go, oh, have have you been to the, re- the refrigerated section? They may have a 30-pack in there. And she was like, they have a refrigerated section? Yeah, it's right, it's right back there. So she got very excited for that and went on her way. So my random act of kindness is helping a lady buy more beer. Perfect. She's welcome. Well, and it's just, I mean, for you, it's stepping out of your comfort zone for a little bit, right? Because you could have completely pretended that they were speaking Chinese and you didn't understand what she was saying right? Yeah. Or could have completely ignored her or done what we've all done in those moments of like, I'm just going to pretend like I have a text message that I'm reading and I can't really hear you. (laughs) So no, props to you on that one. I think it's a good one. It also helped that I was like three samples in at this point. So (laughs) alcohol makes you brave sometimes. It does. Sometimes being the asterisk on that, guys. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the brave you want to be. No, don't be loose-lipped. No. Mine was... Not a super social aspect, but it is something that I've done before where just simply going through the drive-thru at Starbucks, I needed a caffeine pick-me-up while trying to get everything wedding done and just simply asked the window checker outer person, the barista <laughs> that was at the drive-thru window, what the, how much it cost for the car behind me. And when it said that it wasn't that much, I paid for the order behind me. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I just figured I've done it before. I like the feeling, I've had it done to me before, where it's kind of like, ooh, this is fun. And figured it was just like a nice random act of kindness, especially if I have the financial flexibility to do things like that. Yeah. That it helps a little bit. I've never had that done to me. Hopefully, hopefully it made that person day, that person's day. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I really want to know how common that is, because I hear about it all the time. I know. I hear about it a lot, but it's hard to tell without going around asking everywhere you go. Yeah, how often does this happen? No, it just reminds me of the very, I will never forget the very first time it happened. Is when I was, oh, I don't want to even think about this. This was 10 years ago because I was driving from my parents' house to college. And I was stopping and I was grabbing myself some McDonald's for breakfast and pulled up to pay. And the lady was like, oh, the person in front of you actually paid for your meal. And so I was like, oh, how much is the person's behind me? And it was pretty similar to what I was going to pay anyway. So I paid for theirs and she was so excited. She goes, yeah, I'm so happy you did that. You're the fourth person in this chain now to pay for the person behind you. See, my luck would be the person behind me was a family of five. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'd be like, the chain stops here. Yeah, I can't pay $40 <laughs> for those people behind me. Yeah, it's a no for me, guys. Sorry. And I and I can admit I've had those moments before. 
where I've asked the person behind me and they're like, oh, they actually have like a $23 order. I'm like, yeah, sorry guys. Yep. And they're going to still. <laughs> Gonna hit my limit on that one. Yeah. So that's sweet. And guys, and remember listeners, we are always open to hear your random acts of kindness. We always encourage them. It wasn't just a one-time thing. I think it came up, if I did tell it correctly, that my friends and I used to challenge each other to do one once a week. And we would just like text each other and be like, did it. And we just tell each other what we did. And so I actually kind of want to get back in that routine for myself. Yeah. Of just checking in and doing it. And even if it is just complimenting somebody's hair while you're walking through the grocery store or a shirt or something. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to email it in. You can always just post it to our Facebook page or post it or comment it on our Instagram or Twitter page as well. Yeah, absolutely. (sighs) I'm so happy that wedding's over. I mean, I loved it. It was great. But guys, it's so exhausting. Oh my gosh. It is just absolutely draining. Like, we did have some great moments at the wedding where I will fully admit, and I've already admitted this to my husband, which is still weird to say husband. (laughs) I did get distracted throughout him telling me his vows because we had a backyard wedding. Okay. And... The backyard is a nice big plot of land and it was a pre-development that is popping up. And there is a cul-de-sac that goes around the side of the backyard. So it's on the one side of the backyard. And in the middle of our ceremony, a FedEx truck pulls into the cul-de-sac and circles twice and then parks literally right next to where we are and is idling the truck. What? Like somehow... The driver of this FedEx truck did not see the wedding ceremony occurring, even though it was in plain day, in plain day, could not see it. Oh, no, they saw it. They're just assholes, probably. And so I'm hearing this truck. I'm noticing the people in the crowd in our audience, like trying to wave the truck on. And then finally, the owner of the house that we're at, who are really good family friends, jumps the fence And runs over and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? You need to move or turn off your fucking truck. Get out of here. We're having a wedding. Oh my gosh. And so as I'm like trying to pay attention to my husband's amazing bows, (laughs) I'm hearing, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God. Please tell me somebody was videotaping and, and got that. Yes, it was being videotaped, but I don't think they got him actually jumping the fence and hitting it. But in, I watched my wedding video today, you can see the truck and you could hear it. And my uncle apologized. He's like, there's only so much that I can't, that I could have gotten out of there. And I was like, no, I get it. What was hilarious was apparently my husband missed this entire thing happening because my family was actually standing behind me. And my five month old nephew, at the same time that the FedEx truck was happening, puked all over my brother (laughs) And all down his pants and his shoes. And so while I'm trying not to get distracted by this FedEx truck, Cole's trying not to laugh at my nephew and my brother getting covered in puke and him trying to clean up. Oh, it's awful. Because I'm talking to Cole afterwards. He goes, wait, what FedEx truck? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I was distracted by your brother getting puked on. And it was just like the perfect, just extra little addition for our wedding. Like, I wouldn't... I mean, I guess that can kind of count as a wholesome moment, but I have a different one. But I think it just makes me laugh. Because I'm like, oh yeah, that's just the perfect example of what our wedding, of what our relationship is. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And then the guy came up and he kept apologizing. He was like, I'm sorry I said the F-bomb during your ceremony. I was like, I really am. And I legitimately looked at him. I said, I don't give a fuck. I don't blame you for doing it. I appreciate you for chasing the truck off because clearly they didn't care. He goes... I literally would have jumped in the cab and decked the guy if he told me no. So did, I mean, did the guy honestly just not see you? Apparently. What the hell? Because he, he literally circled the cul-de-sac like twice and then parked and was just chilling and idling there. Oh my gosh. Like, dude, get out of, get out of here. I wonder if he just thought it was like a barbecue or something because it was a holiday weekend. I don't know. I think it's pretty obvious when you see a woman in a white dress and a guy in a suit standing under an archway and an audience sitting there. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) I mean, it just, he must have just clearly not seen it. Like, he must have just not looked over and seen it because it was just, yeah. 
but I don't know. It just made me laugh. <laughs> well, at least you're able to laugh about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, what I wish that it happened, like, our ceremony was literally, like, 15 minutes long. If that, maybe 10. Oh, that's good. Nice and quick. So within that 10-minute period, that's when the FedEx truck had to pull up. Oh, my gosh. Because I wouldn't have given a shit if it pulled up at any other time during the catering, during the pictures, during the reception. I don't care. It could have sat there and idled for 30 minutes. Except turn your key be idle free. I mean, one of Utah's slogans. Is it really? For real, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Utah has terrible, terrible inversion, and we get horrible air pollution, Mm. especially during the winter. Yeah. Because the way that the pressure systems come into our geography, basically Salt Lake Valley sits in a giant bowl, or a lot of our cities do, because there's mountains on pretty much all sides. Mm -hmm. And so the pressure systems will actually come in, and it will push all the inversion and smog down into the valley, and makes it super, super uber disgusting. That it's like, bleh. I guess there's my funny point from the wedding. Our kind of funny point, like as far as like vows go from our wedding, is the venue. We had our ceremony at a hotel, a gorgeous hotel, because we needed a venue that was large enough. So we had to find, we couldn't have it in the church like we originally planned. So we were able to find this beautiful hotel that felt sorry for us for being three weeks out with zero venues. So they worked with us, but they had a microphone set up, and they had it turned on, ready to go. And we're guessing the pastor didn't know it was on, so he turned it off. Oh, no. So no, nobody heard anything, unless you were in the first couple of rows. But Yeah. That's okay. I got scolded by Cole, because he is a very soft talker. And so he started speaking. I said, speak louder. He goes, you good? And I said, yeah. He goes, don't tell me what to do. We're not married yet. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I kind of laughed. I was like, fine. And then he said his vows. And then one of my friends is like, hey, I made it through without crying. And I said, is that because Cole could, you couldn't hear Cole's vow? She goes, actually, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ha! Ha! Told you so. But. Did you guys write your vows, like, on paper? Or type them up? I did. I had them written on index cards that I had by my um, bouquet. Cole wung it. He just decided to wing it. <laughs> So mine were like three times longer than his. I was going to say you could print them out and have them framed. That's actually a plan that I have because I was like, hey, because I asked him, I said, did you write your vows down anywhere and just memorize them? He goes, no, I just won't. I was like, okay, so when we get our wedding, wedding video back, you have to then transcribe them for me because I wanted to put them in my handwriting and then I was going to have him put it in his handwriting Mm -hmm. to do kind of a collage with some of our wedding pictures we have, instead of drawing my bouquet... Well, that's if he can hear himself. He can, because in the wedding, my uncle actually mic'd him up for when he was filming our ceremony and wedding video. Oh, okay. No, so instead of a bouquet, my um, my auntie made us lays, because I am, I am a quarter Samoan, and so it's tradition that the bride and groom have their own lays, and then the parents of the, bri- parents of the bride and groom have lays. So she made us lay, so I actually have the lays laying out to dry. Okay, yeah, we saw the lays because we were looking at your photos. We weren't sure if they were tradition or if you just liked them. We weren't sure. I mean, they looked really pretty. I liked them a lot. Gorgeous and handmade. So yeah, that was just tradition from my side of the family. Well, nice. So, but yeah. I guess, did you have something that you would like to bring up and vent about today? Or am I steamrolling this? Because I feel like I keep talking. Yeah, I mean, I can vent about my experience with canceling my gym membership and being charged a ridiculous amount of money. Oof. Because I had tried to freeze my account before my billing date, but because I had a new card and it wasn't on file, they refused to freeze it. So I tried to cancel, and they said, no, I have to come in and cancel. So I went in, and the manager wasn't there, and they said, sorry, you need a manager to cancel. Oh my gosh. Are you fucking kidding me? So I leave, come back a couple weeks later, because to be honest, I just kind of forgot I had other things going on. I go there during the day, making sure there will be a manager there, because I went a little later and I had just missed him. Middle of the day. Oh, our manager just left to go to a different location. (laughs) Girl, are you fucking kidding me? 
And she was like, oh, I can cancel your plan for you. Oh, okay, cool. So I cancel it. And I, uh, I ex- talked to her about the fees and I kind of explained the situation. And she tells me not to worry. She thinks there shouldn't be a problem with waiving all the fees. She'll have a manager call me the next day. Next day comes, I get no phone call. Like a week and a half later, I get no phone call. So I go, I get another email saying that because I owe this money there, I'm in collections, default of the membership and getting ready to be in collections. So I'm like, what the fuck? I go in. There's no fucking manager there still. It's the middle. It was morning. Oh, no. It was like 11 a.m. And I'm kind of pissed, but I'm trying not to be pissed. So I again, again, explain the situation. And so they're like, well, we don't have a manager here anymore. Since when? When have you not had a manager? Has it been since before I've started trying to cancel? And you guys just keep telling me there's no manager here to come back later? So they have me go talk to a trainer. Okay. Saying she can help. I'm like, all right, fine. So I go and talk to her. Again, explain the situation. And she's like, well, there's not much we can do. We can knock off the late fees, but you still have to pay the missed monthly fees. I'm like, I fucking canceled. Why am I still paying a monthly fee if I already canceled? You keep charging me monthly fees. Yeah. And it's just like, if you guys would have done what you said you were going to do in the first place or told me months back I could cancel, not months back, but like probably a month back I could cancel whenever I went in, I wouldn't be in this predicament. (sighs) Why are gym memberships so damn hard to cancel? I was say, so did you just end up paying the fee and, and dealing with it, or are you going to try and fight it and go up the chain? No. Nope, I just paid it and dealt with it because the last thing I want is to chance it going to collections. Gotcha. I guess if it's to that point. It's just, it, it's just insane. It's like, you guys kind of faulted on your end. I should have been able to freeze the account regardless of a credit card or whatever being on file it's my account it should just automatically freeze and stop making things so difficult people want to cancel your gym membership they don't always have time to drop what the hell they're doing and go in yeah just cancel the damn membership one a piece of this is like i totally get both sides of it this is why i have learned to read the fine print and i think that's a big piece for everybody is that I almost got screwed out of quite a bit of money when I tried to cancel a membership early. And instead, I stopped. I read the fine print and I was like, you know what? Screw it. It is going to be cheaper for me to continue to pay the monthly membership for three more months than it is going to be for me to try and cancel it this time. Oh, I wasn't canceling early. I've had this membership for like six years. Oh, I know you weren't. But I didn't know that if you still had a balance... Or didn't have a card on file or something. They continue to charge you even after you canceled because it was a pending cancel, quote unquote. They can't count count it as fully canceled because you have a remaining due. Yeah, I guess. So they just keep charging you. The fuck? Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but... Ugh. No, you're good. I totally get that frustration. It's... Sorry for venting on our venting podcast. <laughs> overthinking (laughs) we need like an over we need like an overthinking buzzer (laughs) just like a bell that we can ding be like a cat just someone sprays me with water every time i overthink i so would if we weren't in different states (laughs) that would 100 percent absolutely have to be a thing if we were actually recording together in person (laughs) i would just be soaking wet (laughs) i think you and me both or i would just escalate to the point of us just like Ending up in a water fight (laughs) on the podcast. We just have to show up in swimsuits. We just record in a kiddie pool because we're just going to end up soaking wet. Hi, I'm Tess. I'm super klutzy. I'd probably end up electrocuting myself with all the other equipment that we have for podcasting. Oh, everything will be hands-free. We won't have to touch anything because I, too, am quite clumsy. (laughs) Perfect. I guess my thing that I kind of wanted to bring up to process slash vent about... Because I don't want it to be all about my wedding in regards to, yes, just like every event, every wedding, every big thing like that, we had the hiccups. We had the things go wrong. We had the family dramas. We have the overly drunk people, all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to focus on that um, and vent about any of those just because I want to focus on all the positives from my wedding. 
What I didn't realize, though, and it's been hitting me this week, is how completely exhausting and draining it is. Like, I have this concept that I talk about with my clients called social battery, and how just like with our phone, our phone battery depends on how long we're using it, what apps we have open, what apps we keep open in the background, everything like that, right? Yeah. I transfer that to a therapeutic scenario of, okay, what apps are we running as a person because we have our own batteries? And what are you doing to recharge? And what apps do you have open in the background that maybe you need to close out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize how much my social ba- battery would be so completely drained after this wedding. I am literally to the point where there are like a small handful of people that I can manage to talk to and then everybody else, I don't want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to see you. I don't want to have to have a call with you that's like, oh my God, the wedding was so fun. Can we talk about how great it was? Like that may sound mean right now. Give me a week. Yeah, eventually you will. You'll be like, oh my gosh, was it? Tell me all about it. (laughs) Exactly. I will love to hear about it. We did have a lot of people show up, which was incredible. And I know I didn't have time to visit with those who I wanted to. Oh, that's one of my biggest regrets I have. And so, because there was just so much. There was just so much and so many people. Oh, yeah. That I would literally be walking across the yard to be like, I'm going to go talk to these friends and then get sidetracked by three other people or people walking in and saying hi. So... Yes, I do want to socialize with everybody, but give me a goddamn week. Like, give me... I need more than 48 hours to recuperate from this. Oh, my gosh. It is It is just so draining. Oh, yeah. It's just It's just a lot. And I mean, and even it's just because that I have my handful of people that I'm good to talk to. And otherwise, just leave me alone. <laughs> Please and thank you. So the day, not the day after our wedding, but the next day... Tom and I were sitting on the couch watching TV, still just exhausted because the first day we were so tired. We basically just like napped the whole day. So that Monday, because it was a Labor Day weekend, we're sitting on the couch. I just look over and I go, no offense, but I am so happy this is over. He looked at me, he goes, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's a consensus for... Most people and what's going and just like after a big event like that. Yeah. Because it is just, it was wonderful within the moment, but the planning and the setup is so, so tiring. And the teardown. And the stress leading up to it. It's just, it's, it's all a lot. Yes. I mean, it's, it's a good, it's a good a lot, but it's a lot. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and even, I think the other thing that's frustrating me is that people don't seem to be understanding about that. Yeah. Unless they've gone through it. But even if they've gone through it, they don't seem to be understanding about it. And I think it's because, and I'm assuming here, for a lot of people, they don't have that immediate social contact from people because they're leaving on a honeymoon. Yeah. Right? People aren't going to reach out if they know that the day after your wedding, you and your hubby were flying to Cabo or Ireland or wherever it was that you were going, right? People aren't going to try and reach out on your honeymoon. No. So it's there reaching out a week or two after the wedding's already happened. You've had time to decompress by then. Yeah. We don't have that luxury. Cole has a fight in 16 days. (laughs) He has a fight. I am now already planning my baby shower, which just makes me cringe to think about. When my sister-in-law's texting me saying, hey, do you have your guest list for the baby shower? I'm like, I don't want to think about guest list for like 50 years. Please no. Yeah, you just be like, you know what? We'll deal with this in a couple days. Sorry. She's like, I don't need the people. I just need a number of about how many you're going to buy. I said, okay, that I can do. But I guess that's my only thing. It's just the people not understanding. Yeah, and like with you said that even the people that have gone through it still act like, you know, they haven't gone through it. Sometimes, you know, it's been a while. People kind of forget that feeling after of just exhaustion, drain, and just ugh. yeah I mean and this even I guess bleeds into some of my work frustration too where we have work cells because of COVID we have work like cell phone contact numbers because we can't expect our one receptionist to be able to contact all of our clients during the COVID times and 
I even had clients on like a Monday, a regular holiday, not even because I was out for my wedding, text and be like, hey, I know you're not working today, but da 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 da. Yeah. Or like when I would specifically say, I am out of the office until Wednesday, June 2nd, all the emails and the text messages that I got, even just yesterday alone. And I'm like, no, this isn't okay, people. And then you get frustrated at me when I waited until today to respond. No, I was out of the office still. Yeah, and at the same time, you're going through stuff. You're writing the list of who got you what. You're trying to make sure you have everything kind of organized, put away. It's not just like wedding over, poof, you're done. No, there's still a lot that you have to do. There's a lot left over. Oh, yeah. And I, before I got married, I didn't know any of that. I had no idea. But now... Yeah, there's a lot to do. It's not just poof, it's over. It's all right, it's over, now this. Exactly. And I'm still doing that. I mean, last night I had to go down and do some stuff at the venue slash our really good family friend's house. I know tomorrow I have to drive down and do a couple more things to get things situated. I have to drop off stuff at my parents. Somehow Cole's grandma went home with my aunt's serving trays and utensils that I have to pick up and go deliver to someone else like no there's still a lot going on yeah and so weddings are great guys weddings are amazing I'm not trying to deter from that (laughs) I am just venting about the fact that they are bloody exhausting and I am more upset with people that don't seem to understand that or comprehend it yeah and people do things at their own pace at the same time too exactly where Y'all, I am not about to write these 55 thank you cards that I have to write anytime soon. Oh, we, uh, we, were, we were assholes. We bought the thank you cards. We have, still have the thank you cards. But we just kind of kept pushing it off and or always had something else kind of going on. We didn't get our thank you cards sent out. Because by the time that we basically remembered... It was too late. It was past that three-month mark. So we're those assholes. And we're sorry. (laughs) So this is my question for you, but also for listeners, to comment on on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Am I an asshole if I type up, because I have like stickers, like label stickers, if I type up the actual thank you and then Cole and I sign it instead of handwriting all of the cards? That's a good question like they're all going to be personalized i don't want it's not going to be some generic one thank you so much for coming to the wedding and your gift we love you guys so much it's not going to be that i am going to make sure that everything's personalized yeah where it's like because yes we mainly asked for cash for our wedding but there were a couple people that got us really beautiful gifts like my aunt made us a handmade quilt i got handmade pottery from my other aunt i got a homemade afghan for my baby from a good family friend things along those lines like I'm gonna make sure it's personalized to each individual I don't want to handwrite it all yeah because it will take me 10 times longer so does it make me an asshole if I type it and then just cite it see I'm not sure about that I know some people think handwritten is heartfelt over typed uh Tom and I wrote out our cards we had those blank inside cards yep Those ones that we just kept forgetting to send out until it was too late. But yeah, we wrote, we went off, went on to Google, downloaded a template, and then kind of went off that. But for the more like family, close friends, we wrote more personal messages to them, but they'll never know that. So, I mean, you know, you could always send them out, right? You have them. I just, we do. I was looking at the etiquette, and they say after three months, uh, Screw etiquette. Figure we just send them out as Christmas cards this year. Better late than never. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's really taking it far. Merry Christmas. Thanks for that gift you got us last year. Yeah, a, a year and three months later. Hey, thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> thanks so much. You the best. Well, and another piece of me wanting to type is... My husband has really shitty handwriting. Like, it's very hard to read. Mm, Yeah. And so, it's not like he can really help me out a ton in regards to writing them. 
because he feels bad about how bad his handwriting is and wants me to write them. But once again, I don't want to write 55 thank you cards on top of the fact that I've already done thank you cards for a bridal shower and a bridal baby shower. (laughs) And I'm going to have thank you cards in another month after my next baby shower. Yeah, so what we did was he wrote his friends and family and I wrote mine because they know his handwriting, mine know my handwriting, and my handwriting just is what it is. The first couple are great and then the rest just get worse and worse and worse because I just get tired of writing. Yeah, it's not something that we are fully used to nowadays. Yeah, no. (laughs) Because of electronics and technology and everything else. When I have to sign a bunch of papers, those first couple signatures are nice. They look good. I'm proud of those signatures. But by the end of it, it's just a J and a line. Oh, yeah. I'll throw a dot in there if I'm signing Jackie, but no, it's, yeah. No, I get that. Speaking of signatures, I have to learn a new signature because I have a new last name. Oh, I kept fucking up mine. I kept messing up my insurance and tax forms. I kept having to redo them. HR lady was just like, can you not, do you not know your name? I'm like, I don't. It's new. (laughs) I still have moments of fucking up the year. Yeah. I mean, you don't stop messing up the year until what? September? Like, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Like, this is stupid. Yeah. I, every now and then I'll catch myself trying to write my old last name. And it's just like, you got to slap your hand and be like, stop it. That's not who you are anymore. I mean, it's always a part of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I think that's just where I'm at is that social exhaustion piece. It's It's been a lot. It's made me a lot more irritable around people. <laughs> I'm just not wanting to be around people. My functioning level in terms of getting ready has gone out the window. But I'm still just using the excuse of, y'all, I'm 30 weeks pregnant tomorrow, so I can have that also be a reason Oh, girl, ride that excuse as long as you can. Just like how we've been just been having donuts multiple times a day. Don't let Tom hear that. Why? Because then he'll be like, we should have donuts. I'll be like, no, we shouldn't. I mean, mind you, we bought 18 dozen donuts for our wedding. <laughs> oh, that's right. How many did you? Have? Oh, and by the way, anytime he says he wants a donut, I say, go ahead. I don't tell him he can't have it. Uh, <laughs> And I'm like, we don't need it, but if you want it, go ahead. But how many do you have left? And can you just FedEx them over here? So that was the thing. So first off, the donut fiasco. So mind you, I did not sleep at all the night before my wedding because there was so much family shit going on that I was already exhausted. I woke up to a call at 7 a.m. on my wedding day from the bakery calling saying, hey, so that's not a good start we're out of maple frosting so your seven dozen maple glazed donuts that you wanted we won't be able to do they couldn't run to the store and grab some maple they said that they called their fact they called their factory and providers and everything and they only had two buckets left and it just got spoken for by another bakery Mm. cool that was not the way that i wanted to wake up to my morning and so we had our four dozen glazed our seven dozen chocolate and our seven dozen white chocolate instead of maple. And when they boxed them up, they didn't do like, they didn't give us 18 separate dozen boxes. They put like three to four dozen in per box. What? And they were stacked sideways. So some of the frosting got messed up. It was definitely interesting. They still were delicious. They still were delicious. Oh, I would have been pissed. Did you take pictures and try to get some money back? No. I mean, they were, they were fine. But at one point, my husband's like, hey, hey, you're taking a box of donuts. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. And then the guy's like, really? And I walk over, and then it's literally a box of three dozen donuts that he just handed to this dude. And I was like, cool, we still have two and a half hours left in our reception. You can't just give, like, or two two hours left. I was like, you can't just give away a box of donuts. He goes, Tess, we have five more boxes of donuts like that. I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) Take the donuts, please. Shit, if you just FedEx a box of Tom, he will be super happy. Oh my god. But then this is what pissed me off, is that my mom, she was in charge of all the food and all the catering for the second half. She rocked it. 
she packed up all the extra food and excess extra donuts and Polynesian food that we had and everything else. And then Cole, I had to drive home my drunk ass friend and our car full of stuff, which had a lot of the flowers and pictures and more of the fragile items in it. Cole stopped by my mother's house to help her unload the car and then pick up the food leftovers. My mom sent us home with two dozen only white chocolate donuts. Hmm. It's like, wait, you're not even going to give us like any of the other flavors? Like you're just going to give us white chocolate? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> so yeah, we came home with about two dozen donuts just for us. I don't know how many else was left. I don't know who else my mom gave boxes to or how much we had left in total, but we got two dozen for us. We have about seven left. So many donuts. Since Saturday. <laughs> They've been delicious. I'm just not a donut fan, personally. Like, every now and then I'll have one, but it has to be custard-filled. Like, a custard-filled long john, and I'll be happy. You don't like those, I'm guessing, by your face? No. You're thinking about it? I went to a dirty mine (laughs) point because I'm 12. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I didn't go there. Wow. (laughs) It's weird being on the opposite end of that. Okay. So that's what that feels like. All right. Good to know. Um, you purr. But, <laughs> but no, I love pretty much all donuts. So there's very few that I would say no to probably. I used to love bear claws when I was a kid. Gotcha. Those are my favorite ones. I think they're just, I don't, I think they're just cinnamon. I, I don't even know. I have no clue. No idea. That was so long ago. <sighs> so miss, what is your wholesome moment for the week? My wholesome moment. So dumb. Um, <laughs> So we went to the barbecue at my friend at our friend's house this weekend. It was so nice. It was great because we're all vaccinated, so we can all have our masks off. We don't have to socially distance. It was so normal. Yay. It was great to have that feel of normalcy, just just hanging out like old times, just having fun. Kids running around, we're grilling, having some drinks, you know, just just kind of like it was 2019 and before but we went to the store that morning to pick up our meat for our burger patties that we were making anything else that we might want to take with us like potato salad which by the way has to be mustard potato salad it's the only one that's worth eating (laughs) just saying so we get home we forgot the cheese not a big deal we can just run and grab it on our way so we run to Aldi I run in real quick. He's waiting in the car because we're kind of running a little bit behind. Yeah. Well, I'm just booking it through the store. I love Aldi. I know where everything is. I just go grab it. I'm up at the checkout line. <laughs> so the guy in front of me, there was an older lady who was very slow at taking the stuff out of her very full cart. So I figured that's not the line to be in. I get behind this guy, younger guy, maybe upper 20s, 30s, I'm not sure. But he's moving pretty quick. He takes his stuff out of his cart. He kind of looks back at me. I'm thinking, oh, maybe he'll ask me to go ahead. I have one thing. But I don't make eye contact. I'm not that person that's going to stare you down until you ask me if I want to go ahead of you. I'm just like, you know what? It's, what, two or three extra minutes of my time. Yeah. I'll just wait patiently. Not a big deal. Yeah. So I have my cheese in my hand. My other hand just, you know, kind of in my pocket, just on my credit card, waiting. All of a sudden, he looks up and goes, hey, is that all you have? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. You know, we'll put it on. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. You only have one thing. I had a whole bunch of stuff in my car. Let me pay for it. Oh. I was like, oh, you don't have to. Are you sure? And he was like, yeah, I got it. No problem. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so sweet. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. So I throw my cheese up on the, on the belt. I'm just standing there, like, awkwardly. Kind of being like, hey, lady, can you just ring it up and pass it on? I gotta go. Eventually, you know, she rings it all up and she hands hands it to him because he paid for it. He hands it to me. And I was just like, thank you so much. You didn't have to do that. I really appreciate it. Even though it was like a $2 pack of cheese. But it was still, he didn't have to do that. It was so nice. So you were on the receiving end of a random act of kindness. I was. No, that's awesome. <laughs> It's cool that you got kind of that other side of it. Yeah, it was it was really sweet. So 
I got back to the car because I was like, oh, well, shit, I don't want, don't want Tana to be jealous of some guys buying my cheese. Because <laughs> if there's one way to my heart, it's cheese. Ooh. And wine. <laughs> so I get back to the car and I was like, hey, it was free. I'm pretty sure his first thought was, oh, fuck, did you steal it? <laughs> <laughs> I had a rebel moment, okay? <laughs> Nobody was watching. I was like, no, some guy bought me cheese. I go, hey, it's that guy right there boxing up his stuff. I was like, I was kind of worried you'd, you might be a little jealous. He's like, why, w- why would I be jealous? I'm like, because some guy bought me cheese. He goes, if some guy wants to buy you something, I'm not going to be mad. Right? Does some guy want to buy you a car? I was like, I <laughs> fucking hope so. He was as sure as hell as it me. <laughs> Can we go find him? <laughs> I was like, I don't have a job. I need free cheese. Right? <laughs> Take all the free cheese I can get. You just totally gave me an epiphany moment, though, when you were mentioning, like, the barbecue and no one wearing masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just realized not a single person showed up at my wedding with a mask. Oh, that's actually interesting. Like, that's super, like, I'm just thinking about that. You said that, and I was like, huh. Nope, I don't remember anybody when I walked on the aisle wearing a mask or throughout the ceremony or the first half. Yeah. Of the wedding, because we just had that set guest list of like 60 people Mm -hmm. not a single person wearing a mask there and then even through the open house style reception because that's when i was expecting it more right yeah but not a single person i saw even carrying a mask and i know obviously y'all wedding day amnesia is a super real thing (laughs) where you don't remember a lot of bits and pieces (laughs) because it's just so so go 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 but i'm just thinking i was like no i don't remember a single person like walking up with a mask on and then taking it off or anything like that. It was just, they were just there. Yeah. And it was kind of really cool. I think people are starting to feel more comfortable, especially in outdoor settings. Yes. And I was going to say, I think the fact that it was an outdoor wedding really helped people's comfort levels. Yeah. And we had the tables very spread out where people were able to make make it however they wanted. So That's awesome. That's good. I'm glad that everybody had a really good time. Yeah. No, I like your wholesome moment, though, because like you said... We had started with our random acts of kindness, and then it ends up that you get to be the recipient of one. So when I said I've never had somebody pay for my order ahead of me, I guess that's a lie. I just did. I just have. Yeah. I just have. So Tess, what is your wholesome moment? Mine is more wedding-centered. Again, apologies to all if you're getting sick of me talking about my wedding. Jeez, Tess, do you talk about anything else? This week, right, not right now. (laughs) Totally kidding, totally kidding. Talk about it as long as you want. So my aunt, my mom's oldest sister, she is currently battling cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, She has an extremely rare form of kidney cancer. At the start of 20, well, end of 2019, she had her entire right kidney removed. Oh my goodness. Because there was like a softball-sized, slow-growing tumor that had been, that we didn't know was growing. It had been growing for years, um, but it wasn't until it started causing other symptoms that they noticed it. And so, end of, and I know this sounds like a really sad, sad wholesome moment, but it will get there. Um, Let's fast forward to end of 2020, right around like Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Like we genuinely were not expecting my aunt to make it to 2021 um very very sick unable to move the experimental clinical trial that she was in did not affect her well they had to reduce treatments like very very much sick um so we had our scared moments that she wasn't going to be with us my aunt she's not in remission by any means still has a lot of moments of down and illness but she not only did all of my flowers for my wedding on top of the lays, like I mentioned earlier. Um, her daughter was our DJ for our wedding. Aww. And her kids are all so, so talented. They've all, they all sing, they all play instruments. I did not know it was happening. My aunt, and it's making me emotional because it was like, the, it's weird as it was. This is the time that made me cry the hardest at my wedding. She did a traditional Samoan Hawaiian dance. For me and my husband. Oh my gosh. I love that. At our wedding. With my cousin singing in the background. And it was just. She did it without her cane. She did it on her own. 
and it was the most beautiful moment of one of the most beautiful moments of my wedding. Oh, Tess, that's amazing. And it was just so incredible not only to have her there, because that's the, that's the first thing my mom said, because my mom made me call my Aunt Luana after we told her we were engaged, and she goes, you have to call Luana, and I had her on speaker, and my mom calls her. I call her and I was like, yeah, we got engaged. She's like, oh, sweetheart, I'm so what? I'm so happy. And then my mom responds, yeah, so now you have to stay alive long enough to be there for Des's wedding. <laughs> oh, that's that's so great. <laughs> Mind you, this was back in September of last year. And so to have her do that dance for us, it was super, super meaningful, super wholesome. And there was not a dry tear. <laughs> I mean, a dry eye. <laughs> not a dry tear. There was not a dry eye through most of the people that were there witnessing that including my own like it was just awesome oh that is that is amazing and so I love that wholesome moment yeah it was it was incredible I will be I'm still trying to collect pictures we did not have I'm kind of bummed it was our professional photographer was only there for the first part of our wedding and this was during the second half but we did get a lot of pictures of it and videos so I will find some good pictures to be able to post of her doing it because it's just, it was incredible. <laughs> I know I keep <laughs> saying that, but yeah, it was. No, that's wonderful. So, but yeah, there was mine. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I know it was kind of wedding-ish heavy, but I think a lot of it is just touching on a lot of points that we can all relate to, whether it be wedding or... Just family drama. Just family drama. Having to cancel a membership and the frustrations of that. Fucking gems. <laughs> being just socially drained. Like, it is okay to be drained. I think I forgot to mention that earlier. I think the biggest thing that I had to remind myself of, it's okay to be drained and take a break and say no. It really is. Yep. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. Especially when you have stuff going on. It is okay. It's okay to take care of yourself first. Absolutely. I mean, I don't need to go into Brene, Brene Brown. Y'all might have heard her on different other podcasts. I know the one that united me and Jackie, my favorite murder, talks about it. Her a little bit. She's a incredible theorist and psychologist. She talks about the difference between selfishness versus self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And there is a very distinct difference. <laughs> Being selfish is when you do something without care of how it affects anybody else and it's just for you. Yep. Even if you know that it intentionally harms anybody. Self-preservation is doing things for yourself to... Do exactly that. Preserve yourself and keep yourself healthy and safe and sound so you are able to support and help other people. Yes. There is a massive difference there. Yes, there is. Anything else from you today that you can think of for this episode? No, I think we're good. Okay. Or, you know, maybe just give a quick, if anybody is going through or has gone through any wedding-related issues or family drama that you want to ride into, if you can relate to what Tess or myself talked about today, please email us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know. If you want to have your ideas heard on one of our episodes, please feel free to write in. Yeah. Well, and even if it's not about anything that we've even talked about, if you guys have suggestions for a topic for us to discuss. Yeah. If you want to share your starting story for... I really want to just vent about this and then Jackie and I will rip off of it. Go for it. And we can find a way to relate. That's another piece of this podcast is we want to be able to relate to you guys. How do you relate to us? And then we can relate to you. So yeah, whether it be discussed previously or not, we don't mind talking about stuff we've already talked about. No. Or talking about things that we haven't talked about. Yeah. We can only think of so much sometimes y'all. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you guys have an idea that we haven't thought about yet. Yeah. But the beauty of this is that we're learning. And I know this is going back to like promo beginning episode one. I just still am amazed like how much you and I are able to relate when we have such different lifestyles. Yeah. And such different scenarios where living in different parts of the country. And yes, now we are both technically married, but you're married with your husband, not planning any kids. I'm married, expecting a child. You, well, currently unemployed previous pastry chef voluntarily unemployed my choice <laughs> voluntarily unemployed hey good correction i am a licensed therapist for mental health like how much we can truly relate on despite the fact that we live in very different 
situations and everything else. Absolutely. Different backgrounds, just different. You don't have total wine or samples. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't have inversion or turn the key be idle free as part of your... We don't have cool slogans like slogans like that. I mean, is wanting to be idle free really a cool slogan though? Mm, no. I don't even think Missouri has a slogan. Don't care. Hmm. Something to <laughs> something to look up. Uh, maybe. I probably will. Wait, are you in Missouri? I thought you were in Illinois. No, in Missouri. I'm from Illinois originally. <laughs> Surprise? Question mark? No, in my brain I thought it was St. Louis, Illinois. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> there is an East St. Louis, Illinois, but I live St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Yep. So your official state motto, according to Google, um, I'm not going to say the Latin version because I can't, means is let the welfare of the people be the supreme law. Um, okay. Cool motto, Missouri. <laughs> really nailed it. Good job. That makes me want to know. As Amanda from Wine and Crime would say, no notes. Well, I mean, it could be Utah's. Utah's is just industry. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, well, have a good night, day, evening, morning. Snack time, dinner time. Lunch break. Yep. Yeah, all of that fun stuff. Chore time. Drive time. Tool time. Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my brain went. I am tired now. Running out of time, so I got nothing else. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us and being here. Yep, and we will talk to you guys again soon or at you guys since you are listening and can't really talk <laughs> in the conversational-ish way yes bye. bye email us at unleashed no judge at gmail.com with any ideas stories feedback or just anything that you would like to discuss with us again that is unleashed no judge at gmail.com u-n-l-e-a-s-h-e-d-n-o-j-u-d-g-e at gmail.com